If you're interested in achieving success and fulfillment in all areas of your life, then there is one thing that is essential for that. And I'm talking about momentum. So on today's episode of the Life Pilot Podcast, we're going to explore not only how to get started, but also how to maintain that unstoppable force that propels you towards your dreams and goals. But before we begin, you are listening to the Life Pilot Podcast, where we're all about turning your dreams into reality one day at a time. I'm talking taking your big picture vision for your life and actually working backwards towards what that means on a daily and weekly basis. I'm talking about goal setting and intention setting that works, that's super simple yet powerful, and a system for reflection and focusing on what really matters to you. That's what Life Pilot is all about. My husband and I created it six and a half years ago. We're still going strong. It has helped hundreds of people prioritize what matters, stay focused on their dreams, smash their goals, have a better sense of what really is the essence of the life that they want to live and to do it all with your Life Pilot buddy. So check it out at lifepilot.co. All right, let's talk about understanding momentum because it's often described as this driving force that propels us forward. It's the cornerstone of progress in both our personal and professional lives and yet sometimes it really stinks when you don't feel you have any of it. And what I have noticed throughout my life is that momentum is this this little, think of it like the tiny snowflake that hits the ground and forms into a really small little snowball that as it starts to go downhill, picks up more and more and more and becomes this huge snowball that is unstoppable. So at first it just feels all like light and fluttery and you're not really getting anywhere, but your consistency and your energy and your focus all combine to start creating momentum. And once it starts, it is pretty unstoppable. So in this episode, I want to dive into the core principles of momentum and what it truly means for achieving your goals. So first off, defining your goals. The journey begins with clearly defining your goals and objectives. And that is why I love people to use LifePilot, because we have this simple system in there for setting no more than three goals or intentions every week every month, every quarter, and for your annual goals, we do something a little bit more special. But the point is, is that every single week you turn up and you know what your main focus is. The second thing around momentum is visualizing success, creating a really vivid mental image of your desired outcome. And I'm not talking about just having a picture or some beautiful photos up on the wall. It's also about envisaging you already in that moment in the future of who you want to be, what you want to have, how you want to be showing up, what you want to be offering. And again, Life Canvas is our tool and methodology for doing that. And it's part of the Life Pilot system. And honestly, it just juices me. Again, every single client I've worked with has done this. And it is so exciting when they share their three-year vision with me. A three-year vision that is written in the present tense with pictures and visuals combined to really solidify the meaning and intent behind that vision. So having a vision for your life is a big part of momentum because it's that true north star that guides you on all your decisions. And when you're feeling flat or unmotivated, it's the thing that's really going to help you get unstuck. And also uncovering your motivations. So you don't really get momentum until you understand what truly motivates you. Understanding your personal drivers to fuel your momentum. 
What lights you up? What motivates you? What gets you excited? Is it learning? Is it competition? Is it creativity? Uh, Is it analyzing things? Is it relationships? Is it behaviors? What is it that really, really motivates you? Is it money? Is it wealth? Is it health? And finally, breaking it down. So taking your larger goals, breaking them into smaller, manageable tasks, and these little steps are easy to tackle and can help you build momentum gradually. You know, in a nutshell, maybe we should have called Life Pilot Momentum because (laughs) if you use it the way we've designed it and you finesse it to work in with your lifestyle and your habits and your behaviors, it's going to give you momentum. This wasn't meant to be an ad for Life Pilot, but this is... um, It's making me laugh because ultimately that is what it gives us. Right now, Josh and I are in the stage of having almost a renaissance with this tool and methodology that we built. Because as I said, we've been using it for six and a half years. We've refined it, improved it. And I recently released a brand new, short, easy, actionable course to go with how to use it. And I'm really proud of that. But we seem to be going through this renaissance of where it's really working well for us. Because like anything, you have dips and troughs, right? and highs and lows and we are just in this space right now where we're really gunning it and every Wednesday we check in on how our weekly goals are going and we adjust and we review and we share it with each other and we're doing lots more high fives and celebrating. It helps that this week we're having a particularly awesome week from a business front, from a contract closing front, from a client front, from a financials front, from a relationship front. We're like kind of hitting it out of the ballpark And that hasn't been necessarily the way all year, but it feels really good. And a big part of that is that over the last month and a half, we've really been paying attention to our goals and our intentions and showing up more for each other and holding each other more accountable for those. And all of that has snowballed into this beautiful wave of momentum that we're currently riding on. Cool. So the second thing to think about when it comes to momentum is starting strong. That's often the most challenging part of any journey, right? You sit down in front of an open blank screen on your laptop, ready to write that blog post, ready to write your novel, ready to create that proposal, ready to uh, create copy for your new website or your project, ready to research something that is really important to you and you're like, ah, so just taking that first step and not overcomplicating it and simplifying it right down to what is the minimum viable step that you can take right now to make progress is one of the key parts to initiating momentum in any area of your life. And you already know this, right? Like if I said to you, hey, you're going to launch a website in three months, that's what you came to me as a coach to do, and I just left you with that, you'd be like, oh my God, there's like 50 million steps that I need to do in order to get to that point. I feel overwhelmed. I feel stuck. I'm not even... I'm not even going to start because it just feels too much versus if I said, hey, I want you to write down the three most important messages that you would like to get across on your website. So, you know, that might be a really simple request to you. Three things that you want your website to say and speak really loudly when somebody comes there. You can most likely come up with, you know, three short sentences that are probably your values, your offers combined into these three short messages that you would love. And from there, we could flesh out the entire copy of the website, the structure of it, how many pages you want, all this stuff. But maybe we'd start there because that would actually get you taking action. And you could hash that out in 30 minutes or less. Easy. You could probably do that in five minutes. So that's just an example of 
breaking things down, right? Same with training for a half marathon. If you want to do something cool and crazy like that, which I have, if I look at, oh my God, I need to run 21 Ks and I need to do it in the next five months, I would be like, huh, I haven't, you know, run in ages. How am I going to do that? Versus I'm going to get a training plan that breaks it down over five months and starts me on a 1K run today, a 1.2K run in two days time, a, a leg strength training session in four days time, a slow walk slash jog, slightly longer one in six days time. You know, like that would just make it so much more doable for me to build up my resilience, my strength and my training capacity. I don't know why as humans, we don't do this when we're overwhelmed. The number one thing is just get started on the simplest thing, break it right down into little mini steps. And that the time that it takes to take a big thing and chunk it down is so worth it. But instead people kind of stick their head in the sand and get overwhelmed versus just taking that five to 10 minutes to break a project down. So here's how you do that. You set your priorities The biggest way to chunk something down is to look at your priorities and focus on them first. So that means that you're directing your energy toward what matters most. Probably the most popular thing that I talk about in this podcast, what matters to you most and how do we prioritize that? And then, of course, you're going to have inevitably procrastination. So to overcome that, you need to use time management techniques like the Pomodoro technique to break your work into focused, productive intervals followed by short breaks. I talked about this in my previous episode, episode 19. I gave you awesome time management and productivity techniques to make you feel like a ninja. And just today, just today on on recording this podcast, I did two back-to-back Pomodoro sessions with my good friend, Julia, and she smashed out a blog post for her business. And I actually smashed out 10 topics for upcoming podcasts and created scripts slash preparatory notes for five of them amazing in 50 minutes with a break in between help thanks to chat gpt and also research and finessing it but in 50 minutes i came up with 10 podcast episodes that are totally relevant to life pilot and all the key points and notes that i need to riff on to make this happen awesome including this one so how great was that third point so setting your priorities overcoming procrastination Having an accountability partner, aka your life pilot buddy, but just finding an accountability partner or joining a group that shares similar goals to you and having someone to check in with you can boost your commitment, make you stay on track because you have to show up and be accountable to them. So I'd like to say a special shout out to my dear friend, Andrew. We show up every week for each other on a Monday. We have a 30 minute session where we literally have set one goal from the week before And we show up to say, hey, did you hit that goal? And if so, why not? And we've started being a little bit uh, harder on each other lately. We've both been asking for it. Hey, if I miss this, you've got to give me some, you know, you've got to give me some grief around this. Or you've got to question why. Like, why wasn't this a priority? Why did I miss it? What did I do instead? Can we actually celebrate that I did all these other things instead? I just didn't focus on that goal. So maybe it wasn't the right one. So in addition to life pilot, I will always have my one thing that I want to achieve with my mastermind, uh, Andrew, and both of us will do that. And we'll also talk about business and life and we'll share strategies and tips, but we do it all in half an hour. And I know every week I need to get that thing done before I talk to him. Otherwise I'm going to feel like I've let him down and I've let myself down and it really works. It's as easy as that. Cool. And then I'm going to say it and you're going to go really Natalie, just start. Sometimes the best way to start is to simply begin. I can't tell you 
how back way before AI used to make uh, life easy when it came to content, honestly, how many blog posts, 900 plus blog posts that I have written from a blank piece of a page. And sometimes I've sat there with absolute writer's block. Other times I've been inspired because I have so many topics that I want to talk about, so many experiences that I've had in the past couple of weeks, and I want to write about them all. But sometimes I would literally just start writing for the sake of it, even if I had nothing in mind. And the act of just writing and typing, absolute garbage sometimes, like literally some silly little story would get me into the flow of writing. And then I was like, great, I'm on a roll now. I'll actually write about a topic that is relevant to my community that I want to share. So sometimes just starting, it's like sometimes just putting on your shoes and going out for a walk and saying, I'm going to walk to the post box. You know, maybe the post box is 200 meters from you (laughs) and then going, cool. And now I'm going to go past the post box and I'm going to go to the first lamppost. Then I'm going to go to the next one. And then I'm going to go up to the forest. And before you know it, you've taken this beautiful 45 minute walk into nature but you just put your shoes on and took a couple of steps. Yeah, whatever it takes, just start. The third aspect to momentum is building it continuously. So once you've initiated momentum, the next challenge is to maintain it, right? And this is where a lot of people drop off as well. You might have one really freaking awesome day and the rest of the week sucks. So now I'm going to focus on strategies to sustain your forward progress all the time. The power of consistency. Can we talk about that? This is about creating a daily or a weekly routine that supports your goals. Consistency helps you build and maintain momentum over time. So if we come back to the idea of you're wanting to train for a half marathon, you need to be consistent about scheduling that into your calendar and going, cool, I'm going to do four runs a week, no matter how big or small, no matter if I don't entirely stick to my training plan, I'm still committing to getting out the door, putting on my shoes and going on a run four times a week. It is the same with my podcast. Every single week I turn up and I record this podcast and I'm super consistent about it and I'm about to be more consistent about it because I now have uh, five episodes ready to batch. And so even if I'm batching content, I want to be consistent about that. Every month or every two months, I turn up and I batch five to 10 episodes. And that is my consistent locked in the calendar way to turn up and create. Same with your health habits, right? Do you have a smoothie every single morning so you know you are nourished, you have got the right nutrients and you you feel energized by it? It kickstarts your brain, it kickstarts your metabolism and you've set yourself up for a healthy day. If that's the one gift that you give yourself every morning at making a healthy smoothie, then that is your commitment to yourself. Or maybe every single morning you do five minutes of stretching and yoga and it makes you feel awesome and you know that you've given a little gift to your body even if for the rest of the day you might miss a workout or some way to feel energized, you've given yourself that consistent gift each morning. Maybe you meditate every morning. I'm talking about mornings because mornings really are a great way to start the habit of one consistent action, and then you can start habit stacking, which is after I've done my five minutes of yoga, I will have my green smoothie. And after I've had my green smoothie, I will read two pages of my favorite book. So this is how you start to develop a consistent routine that leads to habit stacking of successful actions. Cool. All right. So a weekly routine. And sometimes it's just about staying inspired, surrounding yourself with sources of inspiration. If you are in the dumps, if you are not feeling motivated at all, if you have one of those days where you just don't feel like you've got any momentum going, pick up a really great book, read a chapter from it, get inspired, go take action, listen to an awesome podcast like this one, get back on track. 
Attend an event that's related to your goals. Hang out with people who are doing inspiring things that you aspire to be like, whatever it takes. Watch a comedy video. Watch a TEDx talk. I've talked about this so much in my books, both in Suck It Up Princess, uh, in The Freedom Plan. I'm always talking about ways to motivate yourself when you just don't have that internal motivation. And it is all there on tap for free on your phone or your laptop. So there's no excuses there, people. And then learn from setbacks. So one of the biggest ways to lose momentum is when you encounter obstacles or setbacks and you've just got to view them as opportunities to learn and grow. So you've got to analyze what went wrong and then you've got to go, well, actually what went right and what went really well here? How can I learn from that and adjust my strategy? And finally, my friend, you have to celebrate your milestones. You need to acknowledge and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small. Uh, Recognize that your progress can boost motivation and help you maintain momentum. If all you're doing is like getting down on yourself because you didn't achieve the 50 things on your to-do list today versus celebrating the three things that you got done that were probably the most important, I hope, if you're using a system or tool that shows you what your priorities are, that is the way to gain momentum. If you're constantly celebrating these little wins, it's going to give you even more motivation to keep going. And then the fourth thing I want to talk about here is maintaining balance because Maintaining momentum should never come at the expense of balance in your life. And yes, there's a whole lot of theory around how you can't have a balanced life. But what I'm talking about is how do you harmonize your pursuits while staying healthy and fulfilled? If all you're doing is gaining momentum, for example, in your work, and all you're doing is working, then you've kind of screwed up the rest of your life in reality. You might have amazing results in your business, but at what expense? The expense of your health, your relationships, your nervous system... Uh, your sleep. So you've really got to think about that. How do we do this? We develop self-care rituals. I'm talking about self-care practices like daily exercise, meditation, or hobbies that really light you up, like pickleball and tennis, and ultimate frisbee and piano and all the things that I love. So you need to replace that with your hobbies. And you need to schedule regular self-care time into your calendar. I'm a huge fan of massages right? But you might also want to do a float tank, or you might want to get a facial, or maybe you just want to go on a hike, or maybe you want to go and have a cleanse, or maybe you just want to take yourself off to a hotel for the evening and have a beautiful sleep in super comfy, amazing bed and have breakfast in bed, courtesy of the hotel. I I don't know, whatever that is that you factor into your calendar. Effective time management. This is about using time management tools and techniques. As I said, go to lifepilot.co forward slash 19 because in that I have talked all about techniques to maximize your productivity, prioritize things, set deadlines, and eliminate distractions and overcome procrastination. It's a great episode. Uh, And then another thing you can do is delegate and collaborate. So you need to recognize when you can delegate tasks or collaborate with others to share responsibilities. I know it is hard for a lot of people to ask for help, but once you start, it is so much easier to continue asking for help, and in return, helping people. I love asking for help, and just today, I delegated, I'm so excited to be bringing my virtual assistant, April, back onto the team. So I disbanded my team when I went on maternity leave, and I am just feeling like right now, It's about the time to start bringing people back. And I can't wait, but I am ready to delegate. I have done my tasks and I've created my systems and I've been doing 
certain things in my business over and over again and I'm like perfect this is ready to delegate now and that's because I've recognized my time is better spent recording these podcasts coaching my clients creating new content and also creating new offers to serve people versus doing all the prep admin research and also the publishing and the editing and finally I'm going to say regular check-ins so you need to have a a check-in with yourself to assess your well-being. Like, are you feeling lethargic? Are you feeling depleted? Or are you feeling energized and excited? Are you lacking in sleep? Have you not been fueling your body with good foods this week? Have you missed out on your social connections? Have you not gone for a boogie in a nightclub in way too long and you just need to shake your booty? So what is it that allows you to feel more balanced, more grounded, more at ease, more in your body, and feeling like you are loving the things that you're doing, not feeling overwhelmed, overextended, under pressure, stressed out, anxious. You need to keep adjusting all the time, every single week. If that sounds exhausting to you, it's actually not. It is absolutely imperative for you maintaining balance because the more balanced you are, the more momentum you can have and actually maintain. So there you have it. Let me just go back over these. So first of all, it's about understanding what gives you momentum in the first place. These are defining your goals, visualizing your success, uncovering your motivations, and breaking it down into small bite-sized chunks. Starting strong is the second impetus to this, setting up your priorities, overcoming procrastination, having an accountability partner, and just starting when all else fails. The third part is about how to build momentum continuously, which is around taking deliberate, consistent action with a weekly schedule, staying inspired through whatever method works for you, learning from your setbacks and celebrating your milestones. And the fourth is maintaining balance. And that's through self-care rituals, being better with your time management, delegating and collaborating and regular check-ins with yourself. And if you implement these practical steps, you'll gain just such a deeper understanding of momentum and what it looks like for you but you'll also have a roadmap for initiating and maintaining it in your life and work which is ultimately what the life pilot podcast is all about giving you tools and tips and practical things that you can implement to do this momentum is think of it this way momentum is your ally in achieving your dreams and turning them into reality so there you have it I hope this was a pretty comprehensive episode on not only getting started, but also maintaining unstoppable momentum in all areas of your life. So ignite that spark, take that consistent action and keep the momentum rolling. Get that accountability partner in there to help you if you can't hold yourself internally accountable. And here's the thing, your extraordinary life is waiting for you to seize it. Before I go, there are three ways that I can help you right now. The first off is obviously LifePilot, our beautiful tool and methodology, which as I said, I maybe should have renamed Momentum. Check it out at lifepilot.co. The second is I am starting my brand new group coaching program called Momentum. And it is 10 weeks to 10x your life and finish your year strong. So if you head to lifepilot.co forward slash momentum, you'll get the full details there. And thirdly, if you prefer the art of one-to-one coaching, that is holistic life and business coaching to get you unstuck, to show you how to get momentum, to show you how to untap your potential, then 
head over to lifepilot.co forward slash coaching and jump on a free discovery call with me. Have a 30 minute chat to see if we're a good fit to work together. And on that call, I will actually be coaching you on the specific areas that you share with me so you can get a taste of what it's like to work with me because I am one of your biggest cheerleaders. I have a wealth of experience and I know that if you want to live your best life, I'm the girl for you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. It really means the world to me. Thank you for spending this half hour with me. Also today, I know that's a big investment for you. Maybe I sound really strange in one and a half, 1.8 speed, but you know, if you're listening on that speed, then maybe you can get another podcast in on my list today. So thank you again so much. It really does mean the world to me. I appreciate you. Until next time, stay unstoppable, stay determined, and continue being the pilot of your remarkable journey.